to another episode of Reasonable Wrestling. It is I, the most high. I'm with my tag team partner, CT, a.k.a. Chitty Bang. Yo, what's good? Yo, yo, yo. And this is episode two of the week episode that was. two of the week that was. This is the underground of the wrestling podcast game. And if you don't know, now you know. This is the show called The Week That Was, where we review the week, the big topics that uh, people have been talking about in wrestling each and every week. Or at least the big topics that matter to us. You know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, you know but, uh, a lot of things don't matter to other people, you know what I mean, the way it matters to us. Uh, um, even shit in the stuff that we about to talk about don't matter to us as much as we think it do. <laughs> you feel me? So, um, this is what this show is for. It's for this, y'all. Exactly. It's for y'all it, it's and a, the things that you guys have been mentioning on Twitter, on Instagram, what things that people have been talking about. That's been popping up, been you popping know what I mean? A lot of people have been talking about. This week is the G1. Mm-hmm. G1 has kicked off this this uh, week, and there's Block A, Block B. Uh, can you go down the list and, and uh, list the matches, or at least at least list blocks first? Yeah, no, I got it. Yeah, I got it. Right. Yeah, yeah. So we got um, Block A, Block B. Um, a quick end of business and logic that we didn't tie into our last show is how Moxley with AEW can't perform in the United States with New Japan. Uh-huh. So as New Japan are, is in Dallas right now with their um, G1, um, Moxley with the Block A, Moxley is with Block B in Japan. So okay. that's something right. that's that, you know what I mean? I'm that, glad he's still in the G1, yeah. and I'm glad he's still involved. But, uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm really curious to see where this goes, because as far as Russell Kingdom... I think I haven't really um, been into it since the Kenny Okada Russell Kingdom. The Tanahashi and Kenny Omega didn't do it for me, and the Naito um, Okada one was decent. But I'm looking forward to this one. I really uh, there's a lot of good heavy heavy hitters in in, in, in these uh, matches. Yeah, in these blocks. So so take it away. Block A, Block A. Um, a couple matches happened yesterday in the tournament. Uh, one of CT's. Main shout outers, <laughs> shout outs here in the podcast. Lance Archer, uh, if y'all hear shout that, out to Lance Archer. we in Orlando. It <laughs> rains like a motherfucker back yeah. here, so y'all gonna hear the thunder. But Lance Archer, man, uh, was in a match with Will Osprey. Uh-huh. Will Osprey was something that we talked about heavy in our podcast a couple weeks ago, or just last week actually. Uh-huh. Um, he went out and had the best of the super juniors. I mean, the you know he took he wanted he wanted to clear that out. He wanted yeah. he don't want to be in that. It's like Kenny, you know. Kenny was the best of the super juniors. Like, yeah. bro, I'm beyond being a super heavyweight. Yeah. You know, what I, mean? I mean, a junior heavyweight. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So he wants to take the throne. You know, he wants to try. He's like, what? You don't think you can build a company off of me? Like, you know, he had a great promo in New Japan before the G1. Um, and I think that he's he's hitting his stride as as, as, a, as a as a performer. Yeah, and I'm really curious to see where it goes. So who won that match? Um, it looks like that uh, the results say that Lance Archer actually won that match and got shout the two points. Shout out to Lance Archer <laughs> getting the victory, getting the W. I've been shouting Lance Archer out for about for a year, bro. On the podcast, for, just for, for no reason, for no reason. <laughs> and here he is in the G1. 
Gator went over the best wrestler in the world. So, um, I, usually what I do when, you know, when I haven't watched something or when I want to get a different perspective on things or just to have, you know, maybe kind of like the same ideology, but somewhere I didn't think the same way, I go to Bleach Report. So, uh, I look on Bleach Report and they rated this match an A. They okay. gave this match an A, so it makes me want to go out and seek out this match so All I can right. go ahead and check that out. And, and that's how we kind of digest. Exactly. We, we find out, because we, we work, we, we have wives... And WWE is our main, our main, you know. It's our main to, focus. You main know what I mean? Yeah. But when we hear shit that goes down in New Japan, we we hear it in hindsight and we go back and check it out. So we're gonna go back and check out some a couple of these matches maybe and get back to you on our podcast or maybe get back to you on the week that was next week and just you know give a little shout outs if we if we, if we enjoy what we see. Yep. Another match from the Block A um, was Evil versus Bad Luck Fale. Um, it looks like Bad Luck Fale got the two points over Evil by beating him. Um, that match is rated a B minus, so eh, not going back to watch that. Yeah, I mean, at least definitely. a B plus above. <laughs> gotta, gotta be, gotta be. Um, next yeah. match that they got on here was Sonata versus Zack Zaber Jr. I personally think Zack Zaber Jr. is one of the best wrestlers in the world. Okay. Um, I love this. So. I love that British submission shit. You know what I mean? Like William Regal's. Th- what? Honestly, the British style. Oh, me, but I like Top Teller Bait. And Pete Dunne's way and, and um, way of wrestling, they're a little bit more. It's just it's just when they make it so super slow down and working the working the guys, stretch them out and all that stuff. I get I get tuned out a little bit, a little. Bit. I I watch that. Show. I'm tuned in for that. <laughs> I, and that's that's the dichotomy of the of the show. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like everybody likes digests wrestling differently. So. You got British Strong Style, British Submission. You got mm-hmm. uh, Lucha Libre. You got J- Japanese Strong Style. Absolutely. You got um, um, brawling. Yeah, the Canadian. Canadian grappling. grappling it's, you know, all, it's all types of different wrestling that, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's what makes wrestling so dope and so diverse. Um, but Zack Sabre looks like he took the L with Sonata here. Oh, okay. Um, Sonata got the two points over Zack Sabre. Um, Sonata looks like he belongs in Tekken. Dead ass. <laughs> Sonata was like a straight up Tekken <coughs> character. They you just... wanted a YouTube clip? There it is. Right there. <laughs> no, I'm gonna put picture. you. I'm gonna put you on IG for sure with this one, dog. <laughs> uh, it looks like he just came out of the Tekken game. But shout out to Sonata getting the getting the, the W. Um, and the match that I am totally for sure going to go ahead and check out um, is uh, Kota um, Kota Bushi versus Kenta. Uh, Kenta is back in Japan in his homeland, um, and he's more motivated and, first off, healthy. Um, you know, a lot of people make jokes about Kenta being made out of goddamn tissue paper. <laughs> and, you know, some people just can't help, you know what I mean, just how the cookie crumbles sometimes. Uh, but to see Kenta, uh, Kenta back um, in Japan where he's treated like a superstar, where he's treated like he's important. Uh, well, he he can't necessarily be lost in the shuffle because his name rings bells there. Um, him and Kota Ibushi had a great match. That match was rated a B, but I don't give a fuck what they said. I'm it's pretty sure that match. Exactly. That match the A, man. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Um, but no, I'm definitely I'm definitely excited to see uh, going excited to see that match. And the last match of the night that was um, highlighted was a match that cannot be bad. I mean, it's a match that is mm-hmm. is is it, it's it, the John Cena Randy Orton and JPW. Yes, it's, it's or AJ John, uh, Randy Orton. Yeah, AJ John Cena because. Because 
Michiko Okada versus Roji Tanahashi is going to go down as one of the greatest feuds in NJPW history. It's the one of the greatest feuds in wrestling. In history. Wrestling history, honestly, for sure. So, uh, see, I want to definitely check this one out. And it seems here that Okada got the victory over Tanahashi. So shout out to my man Okada. Last year, I was saying you were the best wrestler in the world, um, and I, I and I still hold true to that. I think that you're one of the best performers in the world, as far as it takes. Uh, in New Japan you yeah. Know? so if we bring him over to another federation or to WWE I'm not sure if he's going to be the same and because it, it takes a different type of skill set to be successful in WWE but as far as just in New Japan what they do with there and just pure wrestling and just showing, showing athleticism he's incredible so uh, I'm looking forward to I like how they put him in the, t- in, the, in the G1 even though he's champion you know Okada yeah yeah it kind of doesn't like make, doesn't put him above everybody it's, it's like it's really just exactly a competition. If he wins it, he wins it. He's like, yeah, man, listen. He's still gonna have a match. Be None of you guys are worthy of my title. <laughs> 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 no, but looking at the tournament, man, and the blocks how it's set up, man. Um, that was just the A block. Um, there's some B block stuff that's coming up. Um, Ishii versus Jeff Cobb is a B block match. The two big horses that are probably oh, gonna beat the shit out of each other. Let me see that. Um, you got um, uh, Moxley versus. Uh, uh, um, I'm sorry. I lost where I was at. I apologize. Um, you got uh, Moxley versus Jeff Cobb, too. That's also going to be in the B block. Moxley versus Jeff Cobb. Um, Ishii versus... I thought you said Ishii versus Jeff Cobb. No, that's going to be... They're, they're, they're two, so, they're different um, different days. Okay. It's different days. So, I'm just like... Okay. Matches that pop oh, out to me. Oh, okay. That coming up. Yeah, matches that's coming up. You know, like uh, Juice Robinson versus Goto. You know what I mean? Like, um, that's pretty much going to be Okada, like... Battle of exactly. Abushi versus Osprey. What? Yeah, that's gonna be crazy. Yeah, Abushi versus Osprey. They tried to kill each other before. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So that's gonna be great to to, uh-huh. to see. Um, so the G one has um some great matches. Speaking of Moxley, he showed up uh, at some place with Killer Cross, and then people were talking about that. Who talking about that? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, listen, y'all can talk about Moxley all y'all want, family. Y'all can hype him up as a star if y'all want. If he's a star, he's a star. You know what I mean? Like, that's just how I look at it. Mm-hmm. If Mox is a star, Mox is a star. You feel me? Like, whatever. Well, you can be honest. You can be honest about how you feel. Listen. <laughs> that's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> On cue. <laughs> On cue. Yo, that's exactly how I feel, man. I feel like, man, let's rain on this parade a little bit. <laughs> Yo, to keep it a buck, though, you know what I mean? Like, um, I, I I went to a Dean Ambrose. I went back into the WWE Network. Like I was a fan of Dean Ambrose because I was a fan of the story that he told. Dean Ambrose versus Triple H at Roadblock. Dean Ambrose versus Roman Reigns at Survivor Series. Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins in a ladder match. Uh, ladder match. He's a great storyteller. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, but the emotion has to be behind it. Um, this new Moxley character popping up at the Indies doing his anything. You know, unless he's in it with someone like who the who's Killer Cross? <laughs> like you feel me? Like I, you know, like who's Killer Cross? Yeah. Now people are looking at this podcast is like who's Chris the Most High and CT Chitty Bang? Exactly, motherfucker. Like <laughs> we ain't nobody, nigga. I I will put Killer Cross in no, that no, same no, category. No, no, I feel you as I, a nobody. I, <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel you because if you're not watching TNA, if you're not watching Impact. You don't know who Killer Cross is. And to be honest, I, I if you are watching TNA and Impact, you don't know who Killer Cross is. 
Here we go. <laughs> Bruh. Tell me. Tell me. Who's going to... Who's <laughs> tuning in the <laughs> impact? Check it for Killer Cross, bruh. I mean... I'm not. But... Shout out to Moxley making these rounds. That's, that's, that's the main point. Shout out okay. to Moxley getting out there making his rounds. So... Yeah. There's that. Yeah, that's... So, uh, we were talking about the, to, about the G1. Yeah. Um, do you... Like, I don't watch a lot of it to kind of know. My, my storytelling would have been... Uh, Kota Ibushi and and Kenny Omega at Wrestle Kingdom at some point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I would have loved to finally see that story capsulate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I w- I would have loved to see that story actually go somewhere other than um, to sell merch and shit. You feel me? Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I would have yeah, yeah. liked to see them tell more of a story with that um, before he before he dipped out. But then AEW popped up. Maybe they had plans to do that. And AEW just came out of the blue and they're like, yo, Kenny gotta go. And Kenny's like, I need to take this opportunity to build this thing. And I, and feel, up, I feel him on that. But my thing is, too, like, if business is business, like, then, like, tell business. Like, but he already dropped the title. You know what I mean? I think Abushi should have won the G1 last year. Exactly. That's you know? my thing. Yeah. That's my yeah. thing. Yeah. So yeah. I think that would have given us the uh, maybe a payoff, Kenny, you know what I mean? Abushi match at Wrestle Kingdom that we were that we were hoping for. And the time, like I told you on the podcast before, I wasn't feeling the Tanahashi Kenny match at Wrestle no. Kingdom. I didn't. I wasn't a fan. Nah, so, I, I wasn't with that at all. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I just hopefully gets it this year, man. Abushi's Abushi's legit. Abushi, everybody fucks with Abushi. The WWE wanted to sign him after the Cruiserweight Classic, and he was like, nah, fam. You know, so uh, he really wants to do his thing over there in New Japan, and I respect that, and he's one of the best to do it out there. So who do you think winning it this year? Do Abushi win it this year? Abushi. Uh, I don't want to see Will Ospreay get it yet. I don't want to be real hype about Will Ospreay. It's not his year. I want Abushi to um, get that. I think he's the future of New Japan. And I think I think Will Ospreay was going to be a part of that as well. He, if he wants to stick around, he could be the future as a great threat to. to I think he would be a great villain, like a great foil to yeah uh, to a to an Abushi in New Japan. I would love to see Naito win a G One. I know he's, he's won it before, but the story between Naito and Okada, Okada needs to be like yeah. Eventually, he has to get get him. He Eventually has Naito to. Man. Has, has to get that victory over Okada. He has to. He has to man. Uh-huh. So um, we'll see. We'll see about that. Um, so what? What else is? Uh, what else do we have on the week that was? Well, uh, as you know, your MLW brethren over there, they're doing big things, man. They're doing big things. Uh, first, uh, let's give a shout out to Jacob Fatu. He's their new uh, MLW heavyweight champion. So shout out to Jacob Fatu and yeah. getting, getting that victory. Yeah. As soon as he came on the came on the map, you shut you shut you told him. You shot him out on a podcast, yeah. and you're like, "Yo, this guy's gonna be yo, big oos, man. Yeah, yeah, this guy's man. gonna be incredible." Uh, yo, and, and shout out to him just winning the winning the strap over there in MLW. I remember him making. Um, I was working with MLW, um, working with MLW last year, and contract wise, things kind of didn't fall into place for him to be there the way they wanted him to be at the at the uh-huh. at the beginning. Um, but him being able to. Bounce um, back, bounce get, back get, and get, 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 get that worked out. And uh, court always court always gets it, man. Court court is one of those wrestling minds um, that 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 just knows how he, he learns from his, his mistakes. Okay, 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's a big that's a big thing for wrestling fans like us who kind of like get it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, of course we we're not there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But for us to like think that we're there, Corp is able to bring that out mm-hmm. with his product. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And how he conducts business. Exactly. You know what I mean? So yeah. MLW and 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 Corp's doing his thing out there. He's he said that he announced this week that they're having their first pay per view. So that's incredible. I want to, and I think I think it's needed. I think it's time. I think they they've had a lot. Even though they have a television, you know, spot on being sports, they're not. Uh, as prevalent on the, in, the, in the talks because we don't understand the product yet. We don't really, yeah. we haven't been, as a fan, as an audience fan, as a fan base, I don't think we understand the, the idea of MLW yet completely. Yeah. I think pay-per-views can get that to somehow be um, more succinct and like, you know, more bookended. Well, I, I don't know, man. So we can understand it more. Well, see, I, I, don't, I wouldn't necessarily say you that. You built to a pay-per-view, you know? Now we're just, they're just, like, having matches, you know? Yeah, I, that that I do understand. But pay-per-view buys are so tricky. Because, granted, you can, you, you can go to Chicago and sell a thousand tickets. Or you can go to New York City and, and and sell out a ballroom at five hundred to seven fifty, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or you can have a sellout of two grand, whatever the case may be, those pay per view buys gotta equal those ticket sales. For does, you know what I mean? So you not you so you had and then they were just built in two thousand seven. They they're rebranded, they uh their relaunch was in two thousand seventeen. So yeah. to be, go from two thousand seventeen, build a consistent buzz, get it to where they are right now in two thousand nineteen, yeah. just two years later. It's incredible. It's not even. I don't think it's even full two years. Yet. No, it's not a full two years. Been full two it's years. been. Uh, I think actually, the first match was October of twenty eighteen. Wow. Um, uh, if I'm not, no, 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 no. Twenty seventeen. Uh, yeah. Ricochet and Shane Strickland uh, okay. was October twenty seventeen, and then I worked from. <clears throat> uh, I worked from from November on. Uh, okay. From November on into the next. Um, October. Okay. Well, I think that pay per views. I think definitely uh, take them over. Well, my thing is in some aspect. Even though TNA has pay per views, I think TNA just has a bad stain on well, it. My you thing can't. Is, there's, my, some, there's something new. Your your tickets are ten dollars. Your event tickets are ten twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. You can sell your ringside tickets for fifty. But when you're talking about a pay-per-view module, the money, like, you know what I you, mean? The like, money has to be definitely. The money has to be behind it. If it, if it feasibly works, do it. They're, they're doing their first one, so clearly it's the, they it's think the they can of, do it. It's the leap of faith that I'm I'm super um, excited about. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, my thing is, is just I don't want the pay-per-view. I don't want the pay-per-view launch to be something that then takes the sale out of their wings. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, they're doing so well with being sports they have television. Okay. They're on a great network. They throw their shit up on YouTube. Yeah. They have consistent views. I know the pay per view. That could take the company if, if it doesn't go. well. If it doesn't go well, uh-huh. then you you know your people can look at you like, are you doing as good as we thought you were? Yeah. Because we're putting you on Friday night in a time slot that wasn't doing so well anyway, or something we didn't have there anyway. Mm-hmm. So like you're just filling a spot. So obviously any type of anything over zero is better than zero. Yeah. You know what I mean? But when you go into the minutia of it, you know what I mean? Like okay, now we're going ahead and putting money behind us. You already have the production company and everything like that. You you got. You got your guys, you got your money behind it. Now we're about to put it on satellite pay per view, and then what? You're gonna have a pay per view buy. You're gonna have a pay per view buy 
and then are you going to put that same pay-per-view on YouTube? I think you would have to put it on YouTube eventually, but not right away. Kind of like what we fucking do. We don't put our shit on YouTube right away. Right. You know, we, we, we wait after the podcast sometimes and we put it, put it on YouTube. As for the paper, but that's what makes it special. It makes it exclusive. You know, so, to, and, and you can do, like, IPPVs. You know, the, the, where your pay-per-views are on your... Um, website, you know, just or streaming it. You know, streaming is huge. Put it on Twitch. Put it on <laughs> somewhere. You know, where you have dope. a pay per view, so you can, so we can understand. All right, we're gonna tune in here to see the combination of what we see okay. on TV. Yeah, that'd be dope. That'd be dope. That'd be dope. So, um, it was great to. Um, I didn't. I didn't watch the show. Um, I didn't go to the show. Um, I, I love everybody back there. Um, for sure, Alex. Um, Alex Greenfield, MSL. Yeah, our first interview, Alex Greenfield, MSL, my man Biff, um, all the performers, Myron Reed, um, Tom Lawler is a great performer, man. Like, Tom is a star. PUBG. Yeah, PUBG, yeah, my <laughs> man Josh, you know? um, uh You said, you, you said when, when I told you that Jacob, when I said Jacob won the title off of Tom, mm-hmm. you, you was like, oh, well, Tom is obviously, like, springboard. Oh, something. yeah, you know, yeah. Like, Tom's a star. Tom is a complete star. He has, he, he, he's, he's, he has the backing of a legit fighter. He, he has an attitude. He has a look about him. And he gets busy in the ring. Him and uh, Shane had some incredible matches. Uh, he he gives off he an image, you know. He is a badass, pretty much. Yeah, you know. So with and him, he's not bad on the mic either. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the, what I'm trying that's, to say. That's, that's, the, that's yeah. the money. That's the money right there. You yeah, know he's I mean? kind of, he's an, he's like an asshole badass because he's legit. He can talk his shit. Yeah, but he's also legit. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So that's that's gonna be money, and I think that he has a future in wrestling, like a bright. For a bright future, I think he. See, I can see him in WWE in within a year or so. Yeah, shout out to MLW man. Uh, they just have a great eye for talent. Mm-hmm. Um, go on, Selena, uh, Selena director. Uh, um, she's phenomenal. She's great on the um, on the camera presence. Um, her mind for uh, she, you know she she did wrestle before an injury, um, but so her her psychology of the of the business is dope. So them mm-hmm. them still utilizing her creativity. fantastic creativity. creativity. MJF uh, debuted there. That was my first time I, I met MJF. Uh, first time I met Ray Phoenix and Penta. Um, Shane, ACH, um, uh, Rich Swan, Sammy mm-hmm. Callahan. Uh, they all, Lance and Lance and IU. They all ran through MLW yeah. pipeline. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. so, they have a great um, eye for talent. And um, um, putting the first title on Shane, and then having to, uh, Tom take the title. I mean, uh, and then Low Key taking the title off of Shane. Mm-hmm. Tom Lawler, they telling that story with Low Key, and then Tom being a face, and then having Jacob Fatu coming out come out of nowhere, like literally, they made a oos uh, like. Usos are a big thing, and yeah, fucking, yeah. you got the Rock, you got Roman, you got the Usos, you got, yeah. you. I mean, like now yeah, you, I, now yeah. you got Jacob. They, they put him on TV, didn't they? Who, uh, Jacob? Oh yeah, he was on Raw. Yeah, no, not Jacob. That was Lance. That was on Raw. Oh, Lance. That was, that was another yeah, one. Exactly, yeah, man. They're they're, all, they're everywhere. <laughs> they're everywhere. So you know, having that's a royal. But that's because they it's just a royal have, family, man. Yeah, royal, it's a royal family wrestling. wrestling. Yo, that that Samoan, the Samoan dynasty. Is gonna keep going forever because these guys have so much talent within that lineage. It's just facts. Can't so forget just, about Nia Jax. Can't forget about Nia Jax. Come on, 
You know, they even have it with the female. So who's say who's gonna come back? <laughs> Rock's yeah. daughter show up one Bro, day. I think she's wrestling. I Are think she's serious? training. I'm like, no lie. I think the Rock's daughter is training. That's bro. crazy. That's so crazy. like, yeah. So shout shout out again. Shout out to Jacob Fat too, man. Um, in a fantastic spot, you're in a fantastic company. You're in a great hands of people that know how to grow talent, obviously. Um, so I can't kind of wait to see what they do with that. Who's the baby face that's gonna knock off Jacob? So that means they're about to build another star. You know yeah. what I mean? So like, it's it's I'm great. Curious like, to see it's, what happens. Yeah, you know, man. I don't, so I don't really see big things happen for MLW going forward. Shout out to MLW, great, man. Great time to be a wrestling fan. Great time, to be, great time, great time to be a wrestler, too, man. Shout out to the Good Brothers. <laughs> Cashing out as our yeah. last topic of the week that was. Um, last week, we talked about Maria and Mike. They got their big contract and stayed around and, mm-hmm. and ended up doing things on Raw and, and, and being the talk of wrestling. And then uh, you got Anderson and Gallows um, getting their contract sticking they around. Re-signed. They just resigned. I think they tweeted. I think it was a tweet that five said uh, five years. Gallows is going to be like 42, 43, and uh, Anderson is going to be 40. Making good yeah, money. Making great money. Making great money. They say they get to see their kids every night because they're not over, you know, over mm-hmm. in another country. Um, you know, they, they're with their friends. Just having, you know a, just they're having a great time. Living it up. Living, living it up, man. Yeah, and then that's what you got to, that's what you got to, like, just respect the hustle because they've been working for a long time. And again, so they got that, just get that validation in the check. You know, like, all right, you guys are worth this. All the duffel bags of bags. Yeah, come back and um, do some great work. I was just booking them last week. I was like, I would love to see them in the street profits get busy. Yep. So hopefully we see that. Uh, we have tons of them and the Viking Raiders. I think they can have a real feud. If they you know, have, if they, they put the time into it, yeah, and let know. them wrestle. So I really see a lot of good shit coming down the line with them, even in terms of creatively on in the ring what we see. We all love them. They're funny. They're entertaining. The club, they work well. I'm all for it. You know, and I also, I hear them Trying to offer other people a lot of money, I think they said they're gonna offer Sasha Banks big contract. You know, so there's, that's a rumor going around. So clearly they're trying to sign people right now. They signed Maria. They signed the Good Brothers. I think there's some other people that got signed. Jinder Mahal got a contract. They're trying to re-sign Sasha. So uh, then, Revival that, got the bag right before then. Yeah, Revival got it. So with that being said, if they finally get. If they re-sign Sasha and she comes back and she's because she's been holding out, I see. Um, does that force them to have to book her in a different facet? If she get a huge contract to, to just back, to validate the, the investment, if, she, if they give her a big contract, because she is making the merch, and so she, they can't look at their books and be like, "All right, I mean, she's not making us money." Well, my and thing they're is, they're going to say, "All right, let's validate that and make her a star." If they give her, they're offering her a big. big See my my thing about that is is that like they don't have to make her a star. You know what I mean? And not that she's not a star already, but what, you, what I'm talking about is like what they're doing with Becky. You know? Are they gonna do that with Sasha when she she gets that contract? <coughs> <coughs> that investment. My thing is what they're doing with Becky. That wasn't intentional. But they actually got it, and they're working with it, and they're doing what they're. That, I mean, they, they, I mean, you. I mean, yes, that to a degree because you don't have anybody else to carry the flag. Charlotte's not as hot as she was. Ronda's gone. You haven't made any more stars. So now when Becky gets on this role, 
it's like it's it's like you it's no point of you melting that snowball yeah, yeah. that's rolling down here. But eventually, they're gonna have to build somebody to, and you know give them that. I know, mean, Becky's well, the number one face. She's making merch. She's doing her thing. She's pretty much the pinnacle of wrestling. She reached her dream. Like my thing was, Sasha comes back. She's not a baby face. Yeah, turn her heel. But yeah, so my thing is is like all the things that you spoke like. Give her a prominent spot and everything like that. I think a push and everything like that, it doesn't... I don't think the contract incentivizes them to do so. Okay. I think what incentivizes them to do so is like what she took the break for in the first place. She took the break in the first place because creativity... create cr- Creatively, you, you weren't expounding on what should have been or could have been. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um... Um, Sasha sees herself as an artist, so I don't necessarily think the money influences that mm-hmm. too much. Um, I think necessarily, like she will probably have to have some type of creative control. Creative control. Okay, I think that would that would entice her to bring. And what do you even think about giving her that? I mean, why wouldn't why would I mean if if let's say this, let's say you either put Sasha Banks on Raw. And she says, I would like to speak only to Paul Heyman about my wrestling character. Okay. If, yo. You know what I mean? Like, that's just something I was like thinking that. that. I was thinking that her on Raw with Paul Heyman, I wonder what Paul Heyman would do her. And he would make her the best heel. I think that Paul Heyman and Sasha Banks could make some really good heel work. But I also and, think that at the same time, you know, like, about, I, and first of all, shout out to Paul Heyman because, think about this. Think about the guy who was fired from WCW. Built ECW, failed, and he knows he created something you know like everybody buzzed about, and to be now making the show, the headline show for the headline wrestling company in the world, he's pretty much the top of you know that's that's to take that storyline you know you know from from where he came from to where he's at now. Shout out to Paul Heyman for a minute. I was just thinking about that the other day. Like should Paul Heyman right now is living his dream. He has to be. I mean, it's no other than... Not to make this a Paul Heyman conversation, but that, I just thought about that. It's no other than another Paul, Paul Levesque. He was terrorizing. You know what <laughs> I mean? He was WCW, you mm-hmm. know, as a blonde, not going nowhere. It got shipped over to um, WWF and became yeah. uh, 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 the sober driver for the, for the <laughs> for druggies. The <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, God works in mysterious it, ways. You know what I mean? <laughs> So, I think, realistically, like, if you look at the trajectory of those two characters, Sasha falls in line. Like, you take a step back, you take your lumps, um, you take your nose, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then you, you see your, your true value. Paul, you know what I mean? Paul walks into Vince's office and says, he, Heyman, I'm saying, I'm, I'm sorry. Heyman walks into Vince's office after knowing his worth and say, I don't need it. And he takes a break from it. Until Vince calls him back, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Yeah. Triple H takes his, his takes his lumps because Sean's invincible. Hall and Nash mm-hmm. leaves, and then he just eventually he just the blame. And, but he eventually it, he yeah. eventually shows that he's he's boss enough uh-huh. to do so, and he gets rewarded for it. Mm-hmm. Sasha is taking the I guess the Stone Cold approach. Where in O two, you know what I mean? Like he mm-hmm. took his ball and he came home. Yeah. But when when it was time to come back, Vince welcomed him back. It was never the same, but it wasn't mm-hmm. the same because of 
character issues or whatever yeah. the case may be. But different time. I think at this point in time, this is Sasha a power. It's a power move. Like, is, is it, it going to pay off though? That's the only thing. I mean, if she comes back and it's the same thing, I, which it won't be because it's Paul Heyman. Uh, you know, if if it comes back and it's the same thing, I just hope that she can she can ride with it. You know. Well, I mean, back to your original question, like if they pay her. Does that incentivize her to push her? I think what incentivizes them to push her is her coming back. You got another main time, you got another big time player in the women's division, someone that can be a foil for either your Bailey or your Becky. Uh-huh. You got a built in storyline where they already worked with each other, they, they know each other, and just give Sasha what she wanted. Uh-huh. Sasha wants to be, she wants to be prevalent. She wants to be. Known, she wants to be a household name. She don't just want to be a buffer into a Brock Lesnar or a Roman Reigns segment or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like her story, her character, the women's division in itself, it deserves better stories than Nikki than than the Nikki Bella thread. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like so, I think that is what is what is going to break the camel. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, I got you. I got you. <laughs> But I hope she gets her money. I hope she gets her money. I mean, if I don't, I mean, I don't think necessarily money is definitely. The, I, I, I mean, I, I, I hope she. That's not the thing because she could leave and go to AEW or something. And now, now, and I don't think that's gonna happen. I think she's gonna resign. Well, if you but, say you hope she get her money, she's not gonna get her money at AEW. No, I mean, first of all, you don't know that. You don't know that kind of money. You don't know. You don't know. That con money? That con money. Wow. They might just throw that stack at her. You know You don't know. That con money. That con money. That con That's, that's they, a different type of brand right we'll there. See, we'll see what happens with AEW. Um, but as, as for Sasha, I see her resigning. I hope she, she comes back. I hope she's happy. And I hope we just get some really great Sasha moments and matches down the line because she's due. You know, and we've been, we've been riding for her since NXT. And we know... That is, I for me, I don't, I don't think it's lack of effort on her part as for why things are the way they are. From my, from what I see on TV, at least. No, I mean it's never on the performers. I don't never put it on the performers. I think the performers do the best of what they have. Currently, we got our truth as the best thing on TV right now. Him and Drake Maverick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, but. You know, let's see what happens there. Let's see yeah. what happens. Um, anything else for the week that was in wrestling? Nah, that's about it. Man, so well, we At least everything that, that <laughs> I remember or I care to talk about. Um, well, with that being said, we thank you guys for popping in with us. Thank you. Uh, shout out to the women. Uh, USA won the go. I mean, the World Cup for the women for the uh-huh. back-to-back uh, World Cup. Congratulations! So shout out to them, man. USA all day. Speaking um, of getting paid, they need to get paid too. Yo, they just pay those women. Pay those women, yeah. They, they the men don't even win shit. Yo, pay the women. Uh, <laughs> pay the women. Pay the women. <laughs> uh, we gonna end the podcast with pay the women. Peace. <laughs> Yo, um, little quick, little extra, little bonus, little bonus footage for the podcast. Um, so, um, if y'all follow us on Twitter, which we didn't tell y'all to do, but fuck it, follow us RW Podcast One on Twitter. Uh, we're on SoundCloud, um, SoundCloud, IG, Facebook. Uh, just search Reasonable Wrestling Podcast. Um, but personally, I'm on Twitter, C McLean eighty nine. So I'm tweeting my normal shit, and Stack Eye Greg tweets a tweet about. Um, Bret Hart 
uh, making Shawn Michaels. Like he made Shawn Michaels <laughs> from the the feels like from 1988 to 1997. <laughs> Bret Hart made Shawn Michaels, and yeah, I just, you know, I I just really wanted to be like, <laughs> you know, I can see how you can draw the parallels. <laughs> no, I see where he's coming from, but because I'm a huge Bret Hart fan, he's my favorite wrestler of all time. So I see how you can draw the parallels between their careers and seeing how they they elevate each other throughout their careers. But that's how I see it. They elevate each other over time. It's not. It's it's not like Brett made. Made <laughs> Sean. <laughs> Bruh, you can't just, take credit for what Shawn Michaels was bit. before '88 and what Shawn Michaels was after '97. Granted, had four years off because he broke his fucking back. But guess who had also time off? Brett the fucking Hitman Heart, nigga. You know what I mean? Like, listen, an injury's an injury, dog. <laughs> injury's an injury. An injury's an injury. Yeah. Now, Sean came back from his injury a little bit more burst than Brett after his injury. Yo, but here's the thing. When it comes down to the, the Sean Brett thing, like we're still having this conversation, like Sean, Brett. Brett. Like, it's, it's all stat. It's all stat. Got gross. When, when it comes down to it, they're both exceptional athletes. You know, they're just both exceptional athletes, and they wouldn't be be as great as they are without the other one. As far as Sean's run after he came back from the injury in two thousand, none of that has to do with Brett. Nothing. So he wouldn't be who he was with that, uh, without that. Right. You know, right there. So, so we wouldn't have got Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, if that didn't happen. And you can't attribute that to. To Brett in itself. However, like I said, they're both great. They're both great performers, man. Listen, man. I shout out to Chief Heat. Shout out to Stag Guy Greg, the physically strong Uptown Malcolm. <laughs> shout out to Paul Rosenberg and and ESVN. Let y'all talk wrestling. But listen, die. You can't just willy nilly be out here saying <laughs> that Brett made Sean. Like that is preposterous. That's that not reasonable. It's not, bruh. <laughs> Shout out. If you need some more reasonable wrestling, or reasonable talk in your wrestling, holla at us, you feel me? And we're going to end this bonus footage with just, that ain't reasonable, dog. That ain't reasonable. <laughs> so, all right, man, we out for real this time. Peace out. We'll get back to your music shortly, but first, did you know that prescription prices are different at different pharmacies? You could literally drive across the street and get a different price. That's crazy. But with GoodRx, you can instantly compare prices at every pharmacy in your neighborhood and save up to 80%. You're probably thinking there's a catch, right? Nope. It's 100% free and can save you money whether you have insurance or not. In fact, it can often beat your copay. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance.